Welcome, everyone. This is episode three, Chasing Unicorns. We have a special guest in the building, Kareem Karashni, founder and CEO of Steammates, the only five-star rated cleaning company in Halifax. Is that right? Hey, that is correct. Yeah. Chasing Unicorns. Man, I love that name. Thank you. Thank you. It's all about chasing your dreams, but I didn't want to name it that because it's too corny. And I'm like, okay, maybe Chasing Unicorns. Chasing something you love. Oh, chasing you. <laughs> I was going to say it's much less corny, but I love it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. How are you doing today? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm great. Living the dream. Yeah. Finally found you amongst your busy schedule. I was like, okay, right on. Yeah, that's good, and man. Sunday, typically, I, I, I should uh, and typically have a little bit of time. And when it's for a friend, you know, I can fit some time in my schedule. Yeah. I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> Tell me about your journey before you started Steammates. Like, uh, what were you doing before that? And yeah, just talk talk me through your goal and sort of how you got here, sort of thing. Should I uh, should I go to the time I was born? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that far. <laughs> Whatever you no, want. Uh, yeah. So uh, just a little background on, on me. I, I I grew up in France and I did. Um, um, my studies there, so I did the master's degree in, um, actually I did master's degree, it was kind of a mix of many things, because I started actually in engineering, and then I did uh, 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 management, so I went to business school, and even in that part of the, the, the master, the last three years, I switched from uh, basically um, one major to another, so all in all, it was international management globally, because we've done a little bit of everything, so that was fun. I never really get to use my degree, really. <laughs> I just got it as a as a as a symbol, let's say, because um, I, I moved to I moved to Canada for the last semester of uh, of my last year, um, and uh, I moved as an exchange student just for for six months in Lethbridge, Alberta, uh, University of Lethbridge, and um, yeah, and then decided to stay a little longer, a little longer, and you know, fast forward to now, I've been here for six and a half years. Nice, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I was born in Canada. Just, uh, just a note. So, I was entitled to stay here if I wanted to wow. right away. So that was, uh, yeah, it was a nice freedom to have. Um, but yeah. So after my studies, I started to do, you know, some small jobs, uh, bartending and cashier or whatever. Um, but I did have some experience in sales uh, back in back in France. I was in um, sales manager. Uh, for companies selling um, subscriptions to specialized magazines for professionals like doctors right. and architects and nurses and all of that. That was fun. Uh, and that I, I really, really enjoyed the sales and I studied it and I taught it. Um, so I decided to find something in sales because I needed to do an internship, actually, just remember that. Uh, I need to do a six-month internship uh, to, um, to validate my, uh, my master's degree. Um, and my English was really not that great <laughs> at the time. Um, so I was like, hey, you know what? Why not? You know, I, I like the challenge of, you know, doing sales in English, which is, you know, sales is not easy. But in English, it's even harder when it's your second or third language. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just so happened to have a very close friend Blake, uh, who uh, who was working for for that company named Vivent, Vivent Smart Home and Security Systems, um, and uh, so it was door to door sales, 
So even more challenging. It's probably one of the hardest jobs you can find out there. Door to door sales on when you're only on commission, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so he recruited me and uh, kind of mentored me and supported me, and uh, it was really tough. It was a really tough job. Like probably 75% of the people they recruited each summer uh, quit within one or two weeks. Just wow. to give you an idea. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because I mean, basically, if you're not making any sales, you're not making any money, yeah. and you have some some guys anywhere between twenty to thirty to even even more than that, um, and um, and 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 yeah, if you uh, uh, sorry, if you don't stick to it, stick to the program, and you know, just just push through the the, the whole program and really try to get all the knowledge and the know-how and and the experience. It takes it takes on average about a month actually to uh, to start doing well but then when you do well well there is no ceiling that's the beauty of uh, sales and commission yeah. um i know guys who made literally a quarter million or more in in four months in a summer wow every year that's incredible. ridiculous <laughs> so yeah um so yeah, that's what uh, that's what I've done. I haven't done quarter million, just so you know. <laughs> but that was a, that was a fun experience, and I did well, and my friends did well, and um, and we had a lot of fun too. Because again, when you stick to it and you you learn, um, you start to enjoy the process. You meet people every day. You're outside. You you know, um, in the nutshell, actually, if I if I can develop that a little bit more, what we were doing, we were knocking people's door who are not expecting us. Uh, getting to be invited in their house within, you know, within five minutes, uh, not even, and then chatting with them for 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, and then getting them to sign a five or six grand contract. <laughs> obviously, obviously, that was not presented like that at all. But that's what was happening, which is which yeah. is crazy when, I, when every time I think about it, you know, um, and uh, and people were happy. And they loved it. And then they, they got their system uh, installed. You know, as soon as we leave the, the, the place, the technician shows up to install the system sometime at like 8 or 9 p.m., wow. which is also crazy now that I think about it and I look back at it. Uh, but that was fun. People loved it. We, we were bringing really good value to the people we met. We were making good money. So, yeah, it was a fun experience. Wow. Um, yeah, the, the reason I, I talk about that quite a bit because it's it, sales sales experience is really something that I, I recommend to anyone to have because whatever you want to do in life, you need to have some uh, sales and communication skills um, to uh, um, you know to present yourself to pre- even if you're you know an artist an arch- an architect a doctor um, literally anything you have to you know present yourself well in a job interview you have to ask for a promotion you have to you know, um, getting confidence, getting uh, being able to read people, understand people, what they have in mind, what are their needs, um, and yeah, communicating yourself, presenting yourself, and so on. Anyways, um, kind of sidetracked here, my journey before teammates. Yeah, so I ended up doing that. So basically, a couple of years in a row, basically working four or five months in the summer, and then going to travel the world the rest of the year. Um, Wow. Which was which was also a lot of fun, um, as you can imagine. After the at the third year, I believe, I decided to settle down and kind of see it not as a summer program, but as a career. Um, and and when you shift your paradigm, when you shift your mindset, it's very different. Like um, 
yeah, I, I settled in, uh, in Calgary and, you know, started to recruit and train guys and manage and do my sales and create leads to, 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 to get, you know, uh, sorry, create channels to get constantly leads yeah. and whatnot. And um, more as a long-term thing. And that was, that was very different approach and very interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fast forward to what, 2018, summer 2018 um for various reasons i decided to move to halifax and to actually open a branch uh, of uh, an office for teammates uh, sorry for <laughs> for vivant in halifax okay yeah and and um yeah and when, when i was here i um i i ended up what one a month a month and a half later after moving here i ended up starting my own business my own business oh. so um so yeah um that's that's my background before Steammates. Okay, so what drove you to start Steammates? Did you did you sort of scour the market and then see uh, a need for a cleaning company, or were you is that something you've done before? How how did you start a cleaning company? Okay, so when when I moved to Halifax, the first thing I decided to do to do because I didn't know anyone here um, was to well grow a network really uh, meet, meet right. people of all kinds, all industries, um, all kinds of jobs and, and whatnot, really like networking, uh, pure networking, I'd say. And, um, and, and two things happened. Um, first off, I was starting to, I was not looking to start a business because I was committed to, uh, you know, to open Vivant here. And, um, and, and, and I had a plan for that and whatnot. But by chatting with people and especially realtors, property managers, all kinds of people really. I was hearing again and again, hey, do you know any good cleaners in the in the in the city? Um, all the people I tried on KGG, they all suck, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. I actually heard that sentence like two or three times, which was, you know, kind of uh, ticked me. I was okay, interesting. Um, and uh, and and separately by doing this networking, I met um, I met with a guy who had um, I don't know how I can't remember how that came to the table, but he had an idea to 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 bring uh, to to buy a big commercial grade steam cleaner. Yeah. Uh, so steam cleaner, for those who don't know, it's a it's a machine that uh, produces 350 degrees. I mean, very very hot and pressured steam, dry right. steam, so it doesn't flood everywhere, mm-hmm. and and that cleans pretty much anything, and that sanitizes anything deeply you know like whether it's your couch whether it's your floor whether it's your windows um because you know the hot steam that basically kills all bacteria and viruses and whatnot right yeah so we started talking about that and we ended up you know uh within two hours of chatting ended up decided to start um start a business together so um yeah i was I was uh, intrigued by the idea, but I was definitely interested by the uh, uh, with, with the idea of uh, starting a business because I've been, um, you know, putting my hands in some uh, entrepreneurial projects back in France and back in Calgary, whether it's helping friends or just, you know, um, looking in some ideas that I had or whatnot, just never really jumped the step, you know, um, made the move to actually go for it. You always have, you can always have an excuse uh, not to do something. Right. Yeah. Uh, and in this case, well, I had an excuse why to do it, you know. So, yeah, we just decided to go for it. And I, I decided to really go hard into it. I was I was still doing Vivant, but um, yeah, quickly I was, you know, I was working really hard on it for the like right away. Um, and um, and yeah, and within within one month, um, 
that guy, um, he had his own business doing um, a contractor, was a contractor, and uh, it was going very well. So he was not putting as much time and effort as I was. So we just decided common agreement that uh, I would buy him out. Right. And, um, and yeah, so after a month, it was my own business. It was actually really nice to start with him because that was the little push that I needed. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but, but after a month, um, it, was, uh, it was completely my business. So actually right away, I changed some stuff that I was not really uh, okay with, like the, the, the names and stuff like that. I changed them quite quickly, the logo uh, and everything and really took it in the direction I wanted. And uh, obviously it was, a, um, it was a lot of work because I had so many hats. I was at first doing all the cleanings myself or yeah. with a friend to help, but also doing the networking and also figuring out the, um, you know, bookkeeping and accounting and the marketing and mm -hmm. everything. So that was, you know, long days, long hours, always busy, but yeah. really fun. Like I really don't see it as a bad memory. It's a, it's, it's a very important part of the journey and it's important to enjoy that part of the journey and to remember it for later when you grow, you know, to remember where you come from, basically. Yeah, like sure. I did put my hand in a lot of toilets to <laughs> to yeah. clean them, you know. And uh, then it grew quite quite quickly and quite high, like consistently, I would say. Uh, since since day one, we've been uh, we've been growing. So now it was on November 2018. So now it's been you know almost two and a half years, and we grow to a team of twelve or thirteen now. We have a marketing team. We have. You know, uh, accounting, we have a fantastic manager, a great supervisor. We provide services, residential, commercial, different type of services, even within those departments. Uh, so we do uh, carpet and upholstery cleaning. We still do steam cleaning. We, we do uh, pressure washing, floor stripping and waxing, like a whole range of things. We're starting also in car detailing. Yeah, so the idea was, was that to, to just consistently add new services and new and new ways and Basically, always innovate and grow. Like, never settle for where you are. Never be complacent. That's a mm -hmm. that's a big input I could I could bring you here. Okay, I see. Yeah. yeah. So, how'd you grow your brand to the point where um, you have a new franchise in Ottawa now? Yeah. How did you sort of build that network of getting more clients and getting more residential clients and commercial clients and things like that, especially in your earlier stages? Well you were doing lots of different things and you mentioned you were, you were wearing lots of different hats sort of thing, right? Yeah. So actually there are a couple of questions here to, to unpack. So um, how, how do I manage everything? I'm going to start with that because uh, it links with everything else. Well, first off, you know, you obviously, you know, you have to prioritize, for example, if I have, you know, a booking, uh, in an hour and I have a meeting with a potential partner, you got to see which one is the most important. For me, the client is the most important. If we have a booking in an hour, we got to go do it. You know, you got to prioritize your, your schedule. But that, that period of like doing everything is really short-lived. Right. Uh, it's uh, it's the, just the, at the very beginning because there is something I didn't mention, but I purposefully uh, decided to start with, actually, no, I had very little money at that time <laughs> for various reasons due to in in big part due to my uh my travels <laughs> just, before, just before moving to uh, to halifax but also it's not very really good at my money at the time and and so i 
I, I didn't have much money and I did um, to, to do any, any loans, anything like that. And that's more personal uh, value on that. I, I thought, and I thought that um, that was an industry, you know, cleaning industry or um, a lot of industries, you can actually start with no money or very little money and, and basically just growing with the profit that you make. So this allowed me two things to basically grow steadily and not too fast. You know, if I had invested in a bunch of things, we might have grew too fast and I couldn't handle it. And that's a big risk as well, right? And also you don't have any debts, you don't have any, you have much less risk at the end of the day. So, so yeah, so just to come back to your question, at first I was, I was doing things on my own. So it's, you know, you, you, you quickly start to make, to make, you know, decent, a decent income when it's on your own, you don't have too much overheads, right? So you can manage both the cleaning and the, and, and, and the rest, you know, all the other aspects. And a lot of cleaners do that. Actually, a lot of entrepreneurs do that. They start a business where they do everything, you know, and there is nothing wrong with that, but they don't actually create a business. They started, they created themselves a job, right? right? Because they're putting themselves a roof to the growth, you know, a ceiling to where, where they can grow. It's very simple. If it's just you, or even you and, you know, you and your husband or you and your wife, well, there is a limit to where you can grow because there is, uh, there is only you, there is 24 hours in a day. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and if you want to, to do more, well, you just can't. And, and, and the big risk with that is if anything happens to you health wise or, or, or anything at all, well, the whole business for the parts, because the business is you. Yeah. Right. And, and similarly, I mean, when I say health-wise, it also could be, a, uh, you know, just you burn out when you're doing everything and you start to stress out and, and quickly you cannot sustain that. So I, I, I you know, quickly understood the, the, the importance of, uh, of growing the business uh, and, to separate, and to separate myself from the business. Not by laziness or anything like that, but because, and, and I took that from a book that I strongly recommend. It's called The E-Myth, um, E-Myth. I forgot the, the author. It's a really, really good book. I read it like two or three times. Um, and basically what it explains is that when you start a business, the big mistake is that you have three hats. You're the owner, you're the manager, and you're the technician. Technician meaning the person who does the thing. So if you're yeah. opening a bakery, you're the baker yeah. and the manager of the store and the owner of the, the, the brand at the company. And those are actually three, three different positions, right? And, and again, long story short, I don't want to spoil the whole book. <laughs> it's a very good book. But the, the, the goal is to separate yourself from those three positions and to not work in the business, but to work on the business, right? So in a sense, that means delegating, but not just blindly delegating stuff that you don't want to do, but really creating systems for every aspect of your business, whether it's how to do residential cleaning, how to do carpet cleaning, et cetera, et cetera, to how to do the marketing, how to do the hiring and firing, uh, how to do, you know what I mean, the networking and everything. And when you create this system in, uh, in, in, in a sense, how you want things to be done and what the things to be done your way and what, uh, and, and successfully, you know, well, those, what you can call an operation manual, which, which, summarize like all those those systems that's your business the business is not you anymore and doesn't it almost doesn't matter who is the technician and who is the manager because they simply apply the method and the system the processes that you you decided and you perfected 
you know yeah so so that's uh where i wanted to uh, where i wanted to go since the beginning and really remove myself my whole goal was to create processes and remove myself from the whole process and then remove myself from that process of creating processes and so on and so forth it's actually fun to do i yeah. started to to enjoy finding out like how to create systems and how to delegate it properly to the right people and right. Um, for the well-being and and basically that's really the, the my, that was my main purpose in the past two and a half years Okay. You know, I think I think I sidetracked again from your question. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. In terms of getting more clients, in terms of getting more big name clients or more residential clients, what did yes. you do in that regard? That that okay, thank you. You you gave me uh, <laughs> the like the, the transition to where I was. So yeah, creating the system. So my purpose was to create systems and then find people to do the things in order to remove. Uh, some aspect from my plate. So obviously the, the most obvious one was at first to uh, remove the, the cleaning part, right? So I started to yeah. hire and I started to hire at first with the idea to just help people and people really couldn't find jobs or new immigrants or whatever. And and that was, that was great and made some good connections, but also been burnt a bunch of times as well with that because I wasn't really too, putting too much effort in the recruiting and training. And, and yeah, and it's actually a very, very key aspect of any business is finding the right people and even chatting with lots of friends, business owners or entrepreneurs or whatnot, uh, they all have the same issue, finding the right people, finding good workers, right. whatever the industry or the job is. But anyways, that has been my main challenge in the first year, year and a half really has been my main challenge. So finding people to do the job, then finding, and then finding also people to do the the side aspects, so the marketing and, and social media and all of that eventually to do the accounting, the things that basically you're, you cannot be good at everything. So you got to figure out what you're good at yeah, and what you like to do, because you have to enjoy also that. Otherwise, what's the point of, you know, starting your own business if you're, if, uh, if it's a pain to you, right? So figure out what you're good at, what you're, and uh, what you like to do and basically delegate everything else to people who know better than you. You know, people who are better than you, whether it's uh, again in cleaning or in accounting or in marketing uh, or or any anything else. Um, I would say that's in a summary. That's that's what an entrepreneur entrepreneur is. He surrounds himself with people who are smarter than him and better than him in 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 various you know parts of the business. You know, so basically, yeah, that's what I did to 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 grow the business, delegating, finding the right people, and so personally, what I was good at to come back to your question uh was networking uh meeting people creating partnership and sales again to come back to my that's when i mentioned the sales earlier because that's that's really key if you want to be if you want to start your own business you gotta have some knowledge in sales right because when i mentioned sales i know that some people listening right now they might think oh like scams (laughs) scams <laughs> you know uh car salesman and and you know this image that a lot of people have unfortunately and it's it's really sad because actually sales is a beautiful it's a beauty it's an art really it's a beautiful yes. profession uh where basically what it is it's a transfer of emotion you basically get to listen to the other uh you get to figure out what are their needs not what you want to sell not what you want to push but what are their needs and how you can find a solution to those needs. And if what you offer as a service or a product is an adapted solution to their needs, well, then there is a sale happening. You know, if you're bringing value and the value exceeds their, the money they're willing to put in it, well, there is a sale happening. 
you know and uh so you obviously have to believe in your product or service like genuinely believe in uh, in it and know that you're bringing value in uh, in what you're doing but so yeah uh, sales networking meeting people growing a network in the city and so that's that's very much for the first year really until covid actually so almost a year and a half, uh, I've been doing a ton of networking. So whether it's networking events, whether it's being part of some networking groups, namely one called uh, BNI, Business Network International, it's the largest networking group in the world, actually. You can look it up. They have chapters in every cities around the world. And, and in each chapter, basically, you have members of different professions and industries. And we meet once a week and we introduce each other to you know, referrals and, and, and other people also. It's very fun. But yeah, just meet people. And, uh, and what I mean by networking, just to go a little bit more on that, that, that doesn't mean giving a business card and <laughs> I never hear from you again. Uh, you know, uh, it means getting to, getting to genuinely getting to know, being interested in knowing that person, okay. whatever they may, might be doing, you know, but genuinely being interested in what, who they are and what they do, how they got there. And, and genuinely wanting to uh, help them out. Okay. So, you know, figuring out like, one of my favorite questions when I'm meeting someone one-on-one, I go have a coffee with someone I've never met before. I just ask them, how can I help you? You know, in the middle, and some, in the middle of the conversation. And that sometimes surprises them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I genuinely want to help you. Whatever it may be, you know, again, I'm not selling you anything here. It doesn't have to be cleaning. My, whatever it may be, it might be connecting you with someone who is looking for what you're offering you know it might be uh helping you physically with something that you that you need you know and um i love that question i strongly recommend it mm-hmm. to anyone listening out there yeah. <laughs> when you meet someone uh, and you get to know them just ask how can i help you wow. you know and listen to the answer again yeah. so yeah been doing that for for yeah a year and a half until covid and uh and that was great because i grew a network in every industry like i was i was brand new in halifax within six months i probably knew more people and really knew knew them their name last name what they came from and everything mm-hmm. more than like most people who grew up in halifax right. you know because you put the effort it's uh it's like it's a, it's very much a skill it's a, it's like a sport it's yes. not something that you have or you don't have okay so. you know if you were to go out there at first, it might be tough to just, you know, go to a place where you don't know anyone and oh, to sure. uh, start talking, you know, with some people. Uh, but if you do that consistently and you try to improve it and you try to retain people's names and you try to see how you can help and you try to uh, then then follow up with them and meet them one-on-one. Yeah. Well, within two, three months, you'll be a master networker. <laughs> <laughs> I believe um, there's a book out there by Dale Carney. It's a very popular book. I think it's, I forget. How the to make friends and influence people. That's right. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And yeah. It, um, I didn't read the book entirely, but uh, there was like what you mentioned has very similar ties to what's yeah. essentially being talked about in the book where it's talking about how do you network yeah. with people and how to build that genuine connection. And that's the way you sort of grow your network and yeah, absolutely. It's uh, uh, just for those who didn't hear, it's how to make friends and influence people by uh, um, Dale Carnegie. It's a uh, it's a bible in that genre of books. And most books nowadays of personal development and business development and whatnot are actually in part or fully based on this one. This one and the other one is the Seven Habits of the Highly 
successful people, something like that. Okay, I see. Yeah, those are like two of the, the main ones. And talking about books, actually, in the same, same idea of networking, there is another one that I would recommend even more. Actually, not even more. Just as much. <laughs> it's called it's called uh, Seven Levels of Communication. Okay. By uh, Michael J. Myers, I okay. believe. It's really good. It's an okay. easy read. You can read it in a week uh, or listen to it on audiobook or or whatnot. But uh, have you heard of it? No, I have not. No, no? I've never heard of it. <laughs> you zoned out for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll write um, it. I have it here, actually. I'll bring it to you. Nice. Um, but anyways, um, so where were we? Networking. Yeah. <laughs> Having people. It's a skill. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're right. So, and, and basically what, what that draws, because it's, it might sound very theoretical, theoretical right now, but again, this whole process, I was not trying to sell anyone. I was not, you know, pushing my service to anyone. Sometimes it was natural match. Sometimes, you know, I just like listen to what they do and then I tell them what I do and they're like, oh man, like we're looking for cleaners in our business, yeah, you know, or in our building or something. So great, I can help. And uh, and sometimes you just, you know, generally meet someone, help them in one way or another. Often it's realtors because uh, I get, I get this, uh, often get some leads for people who want to buy or sell their house. So, and I know lots of realtors. So, you know, I just like, Give them away some uh, those leads, mm-hmm. and and realtors are big connectors. That's that right. basically what yeah. they do is the same kind of mm-hmm. job. So they often have you know introduced me to X Y Z, who even if this realtor himself never used my services, <laughs> yeah. he referred me to X Y Z and Z or X, where like big guys in the industry like they own five hotels or they own like three restaurants or stuff like that, and like suddenly naturally you know you attracted towards you in a very uh, enjoyable manner because all you did was to meet with that realtor a couple of times have coffee with them send them some leads because you know why not and um, and suddenly boom you're chatting with the guy who owns five hotels and who's interested in your services i see you know so so that's that's basically yeah like the in the first year and a half once again I would say maybe 60% of the business was coming from, uh, from networking, maybe wow. even 70, you know, I couldn't quantify it, but, uh, yeah. And, and I, I keep doing that, but, uh, to, to a different extent. I mean, now I'm growing a little bit more the, the marketing aspect, the website, uh, and various other channels. So, yeah. So, so I, I try to develop many different channels. So networking and various stores of networking is one channel, uh, you know, uh, online, sales uh, or social media it's another channel there are some websites for lead generation like there are many different you know uh ways for for leads or clients to come your way and um and that's the idea you don't want to rely too much on one channel you know Mm -hmm. uh, we have a we have a partner who actually is one of our biggest clients and and when when suddenly at some point he was starting to be over 50 percent of our revenue so i tried to push all the other channels to grow because if you're relying too much on one client well if he drops you or if he goes out of business or whatever you're in big trouble so it's all about balance really it's all about balance between residential and commercial it's about balance between the different channels it's about balance between where your revenue comes from so you got to keep an eye on all of that uh, consistently and You I don't know if I fully answered your your question. I know I go a little bit in my own <laughs> my own tangents. And- oh no, that's uh, that's perfect. That's what I'm looking for here. Um, so you sort of touched on this aspect 
of, of the sort of the people that you hire. So what do you look for when you're looking for um, a cleaner or a manager or marketing expert sort of thing? What do you, what do you look for when you hire someone? Yeah, that's a good question. Reliability, like for me, it's a big deal because uh, I've had so many experiences where, for example, a cleaner, you just hire a cleaner. He seems super excited uh, during the interview. He's like great skills and qualification. Why not? It just doesn't show up. Okay. <laughs> you book him, like you, you book him, you do everything and, uh, and he just doesn't show up. And you wouldn't believe how many times that happens wow. without even a message, without, you know, <laughs> you know, without uh, without calling you or anything like that, or um, you know, an employee that that is too often car issues, sick, too many grandma uh, being you know being sick and they got to go visit them. You know what I mean. And reliability uh, is important because um, they the, the the cleaners especially and, and even the supervisor they're the face of the business. They're the one meeting the clients. They're the one doing the jobs, and uh, yeah. you got to make sure that you can let them do their job with peace of mind and not to always be wondering, well, did they show up? Did they do everything that was in, um, in the work order for that client? And yeah, so that's, that's super important. Reliability. And it kind of goes with reliability, but honesty, you know, and ethic. It's, it's also, you know, really important for the same reason. You cannot always be wondering uh, if what he's, he or she is saying uh, is, is a lie or not. Like I pretty much have a zero tolerance for lies and, and or anything dishonest, to right. be honest, at this point. Because you can have as many agreements and contracts and stuff like that that you want. A business is based on trust. Like you have to have a team that you can trust. Yeah. Uh, and they, they should be able to trust you 100%, you know? So, so yeah, reliability, honesty, hard work, because... You know, we all want to be successful and make good money and, and, and have, you know, lots of hours, lots of clients. And again, like going back to the cleaners, they're also the most important part of the business in the sense of if we get some complaints, they, there is a ripple effect that, you know, is very unsuspected. Not only we may lose that client or, or, or lose some money on by giving them discounts, we may get some good, bad ratings and then, and then, you know, lose potentially hundreds of clients afterwards, thousands of dollars in revenue and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, so, and vice versa, and actually vice versa, if the cleaners do a great job and they work hard and the clients see them working hard, they often, you know, tell us or leave a good review and that has the exact opposite effect, right? We get more clients, we get more people, we get five-star reviews on Google that bring us more up on the, on, on yeah. the SEO, on the Google page and so on and so forth. So what I say, reliability, honesty, hard work, and just good vibes, good spirits, you know, to be someone fun to be working with. And that's, you know, in every levels in, uh, in, in the company, whether it's the cleaner, the manager, the marketing crew and all of that, like, again, you're building a business. So you need to have fun in it. You need to enjoy it. You need to enjoy the people you work with. You need to have everyone enjoying working with each other. Like it's, you know, you need to build a little family, a team, you know, that's why teammates, it has the play and word with, uh, steam of the steamer mates were all mates teammates were all teammates you know and all that and it's a palindrome so it can be read both ways so pretty cool uh, uh but that's in the core of the business is like you know being you know uh being a team you know like all working together and having fun together and like we're all dependent on each other you know there is no really like like a leader or manager 
you should not see him as someone superior or anything like that. Like I work for them just like they work for me. Like if I'm not doing my job in, in all the aspects of my job, if the manager is not doing her job, the cleaner won't have any work and they're just going to go elsewhere. So like we're all dependent on each other. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say those are like the four or five points that I generally look for um, in, in a cleaner. And sometimes even if it's someone who doesn't have experience or doesn't have whatever requirement I'm looking for, it doesn't matter as much what's on their resume or their cover letter. Uh, what matters is what I see in the interview and what we see on the jobs. Uh, we have a two weeks trial period and we get to see like how they work, what their attitude, what's their attitude when they get a little bit of criticism. And that, that's what is key, you know. How did you separate your company from all the other sort of com- cleaning companies in Halifax and and how did you achieve that sort of that golden five-star rating that Steemate has? Over <laughs> the other yeah, I believe we're actually the highest rated company in, uh, in Halifax. And I didn't check recently, but... Number one. Yay, that's awesome. <laughs> so how... Well, I mean, really, it links with everything I just said before. Is You have to control... Uh, to control, sorry, not to control in the sense of being controlling, but to control the quality of every aspect of the business from the moment you have the person on the phone or their experience on their website to the you know the booking being flexible being available if they want to change last minute if they want to add stuff to their work order etc you need to have a you know nice person on the phone who is flexible and 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 not and you know and uh, friendly you know over the phone that's super important and then with the cleaners again that goes back with people have good vibes because again that's what that's what the clients will see. We'll see someone smiling and coming and being, you know, having fun or, or someone who's just like clearly doesn't want to be there, who doesn't, doesn't say hi and bye, you know, and that's, that's a big part of the experience. You notice, last time I checked the, the reviews, you notice that a lot of them don't only mention but the, the, the good cleaning, but they mention the cleaners were so friendly. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest one other than, other than obviously being the job done and the job being done really well. I've, I've noticed yeah. everyone, a lot of people have mentioned how the cleaners were really friendly and easy to talk to and, and they're very understanding and that sort of thing, right? So that's mm-hmm. very impressive. Yeah, thank you. I mean, thanks to them. <laughs> but but yeah, you gotta, you gotta be in touch with all those aspects. And therefore that means you also have to do your job by creating a good company culture and uh, and training so culture in the sense of like they you gotta make them happy and have them you know being happy to work there and nice. so often it's not to brag in any way shape or form i hate that but uh, so often like i had employee, employees who said man like that's the best company i i worked in and, so, and even someone who's 40 or 50 and that's that's my favorite <laughs> thing course, you know right? that's my reward yeah. because you get to create a good culture you get to be present yeah. like you, you get to be able to be reachable if they have any concern any questions any they need help with something and not be in a whatever ivory 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 tower whatever it's, it's called <laughs> you know <laughs> so no but that's that's important because again like as you grow and and you become even a little bit successful um you it's it's a big risk like i i i felt it also sometime where i felt myself a little bit complacent or a little bit like like i don't know you know what i mean like this yeah, feeling of yeah. 
Definitely. I, I made it when like I did not make it at all. Like it's, it's only the beginning, but you, you do. You, it's natural. It's human. You know, human nature, right? So, so you got to keep that in, keep that in check. You know, keep your mindset in check and your and and all of that. So, anyways, yeah, creating a, a team culture and a company culture and getting all your all the the stakeholders in the company happy, not the shareholders, the stakeholders. And training, so the quality of the job itself, because at the end of the day, that's what they pay for, uh, the clients. So, so yeah, finding new ways, and it's a lot of figuring out, you know, that's that's why I was doing the cleaning for the first six to eight months, uh, pretty much all the cleaning or most of the cleaning myself, because I wanted to figure out what's, what it is to be a cleaner, you know, and learn from scratch. I've never had any specific passion for cleaning. I was never been like a particularly good cleaner or anything like that, but I wanted to learn. Um, and, um, so any business that you want to start any entrepreneur out there who want to start a business, well, start from, from, from scratch. Like don't just pour a ton of money. I mean, it obviously depends what, what's, what's the the business, but uh, for most business, uh, you gotta do every aspect of the business yourself, you know, at some point or another to get to learn it and perfect it and master it. So you can then, you know, perfect your system. You know, remember we're talking about systems earlier. Yeah. You know, you got to find what is the most the most efficient system, the most productive, the most provide the, the best results. And boom, then it's set. This is your process for that aspect of the business, you know. So so then, yeah, you got to you, you got to share that with your employees and your managers and supervisor. Like they got to know exactly what they have to do and how to do it. And if they're not doing it well, like you have to remind them, you have to train them again. And if they're still not doing it well, well, you got to get someone else because at the end of the day, it's the whole business that is at stake and all the people. Uh, that are linked to that business you know now we have what uh including myself we're probably 14 I, uh, and uh so you have 14 lives that depend to their those salaries right. but you also have hundreds of clients who expect their cleaners to show up and to do a good job and uh and those clients for the commercial ones they have thousands of clients themselves who expect to arrive in a place you know like it's a, yeah. it's a ripple effect yeah. <laughs> butterfly effect that uh, that is really unsuspected so that's how you keep the five-star rating, you know? And, and even after the cleaning, something that a lot of people love uh, is that we follow up every single time. We ask them like, hey, uh, how was it? Do you have any feedback? Every single time. And now we have lots of cleaners, uh, lots of clients, sorry. So for, I mean, the new clients, we, we ask every single time. And, um, and if there is anything we can fix and we offer a guarantee of, of satisfaction, meaning if anything has been missed and that happens, something can be missed or not done properly, we send somebody, someone within 24 hours to fix it for free. Right. You know, let's say we forgot to do your bathtub for some reason. Uh, we send someone for free to, uh, to go and fix it. So I guess that's how. <laughs> what would you advise young entrepreneurs or anyone who is thinking about starting their own business sort of thing and they might have an idea but they're not really sure how to go about it what would you tell them yeah <laughs> how long do i have <laughs> um long i long? mean I, I guess i guess i covered a bunch of aspects i'm gonna uh, maybe summarize like some of the things that i mentioned and things that i haven't uh, that i have in mind right now to be ethical and honest that probably would be the first thing because again you're gonna have many opportunities to cut corners 
uh, in one way or another, whether it's uh, with your employees or with your clients or, or whatever, don't <laughs> simply put, because uh, it will it will come back to uh, to to burn you later. You know, like whoever uh, believes in uh, in God or karma or whatever it is, it is a fact. You know, and uh, so yeah, don't don't cut corners. Be honest with everyone. Be ethical. Uh, one thing that I mentioned was sales the importance of sales you know being able to to present yourself and your company and your offer in uh so actually there's two things in sales if i can give a quick sales class uh kiss you probably heard of kiss keep it simple stupid or keep it super simple starting to talk for hours about how how your business like how your service on product works and all of that doesn't it doesn't matter people have a short attention spam um they want you know their information right now how can you solve my problem how yeah. can you fit your solution in my needs so keep it simple okay and uh, and the other one is similar but it's uh, clear concise and confident so the three c's that's kind of the base of of um, sales sales and sales pitch again concise so short clear that goes with again with the the the, the case you got to be uh, able to 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 bring your idea in just a few sentences what value am i bringing to you right now you know um and 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 then again if the value exceeds the 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 price there is a sale happening because the price by itself doesn't mean anything you know it's only if the value is higher than, than this number then a sale happens you know, you can have the best service, but if you don't present it properly, whatever number you're going to try to charge, people will tell you, well, take a hike, Yeah. you know, <laughs> and confident, confidence uh, sounds like a big word and some people have, some people don't know. Confidence is, it's, confidence is a, is also a skill that you can develop and confidence comes from two things. It's a combination of knowledge and practice. If you have mm-hmm. knowledge on in your if you're the expert you know in your industry if you're or in your um, in in your job and then you practice that thing again you know you have confidence in doing it a baker to come back to that if he knows how to make you know his bread and he does it thousands of times for years well he's very confident in being able to do it eyes closed right right yeah you know but anyways that's just uh that, that's just one aspect of the sale there's so much more maybe we should do another episode on sales um, and uh and always always keep learning like never settle for your knowledge that you get at the end of your university or college or high school or or whatever but always keep learning uh the the, the high earner are the high learner um most ceos or successful ceos read uh on average 60 books per year that's two. Oh. That that's 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 a lot. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if it's sixty. I believe it's sixty. Actually, look it up. Last time I, I checked, I had this number in mind. The average Joe le- read one to two books per year. So, <laughs> you know, you, you can see uh, you can see the, the difference. And and it's I mean it's very true. Even if it's a book that you listen to, I personally love audiobooks. I listen to lots of books on audiobooks when I'm driving, when I'm at the gym. When I'm doing anything that doesn't require like my full attention, yeah. <laughs> like driving. <laughs> Instead, you can now listen to this podcast. <laughs> you what? Sorry. Instead, now you can just listen to this podcast. 
There you yeah, go. exactly. When I say books, that can be podcasts, <laughs> that can be, you know, like training courses on YouTube, that can be yeah. this specific podcast. You should for listen sure, to yeah. all the episodes five times, for sure. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but always keep learning, always keep your mind open and curious, open to new opportunities. And, and that doesn't mean you're going to like all the books. That doesn't mean even it's stuff in your industry, but it's going to keep your mind open again to opportunities, to ways of do, doing things. And, and will give you idea maybe to a new business and to uh, new methods. Like pretty much everything that I told you guys here was based on some books at some point or another. You know, the E-Myth, the seven levels of communication, uh, how to make friends and influence people. There's another great book called uh, Start With Why by um simon sinek i don't know if you heard of it oh, okay yeah yeah I, I i know that one yeah it's really really good the 10x rule by grant cardan like that ton of books on personal development and on business development and all of that like always and it's a very good habit to mm -hmm. to to have form this habit you know 10 minutes 15 minutes per day but stick to it and it will change your life you know you want more or should i stop here <laughs> it's up to you do you have more <laughs> have oh man <laughs> I don't know how long we've been talking for, but uh, I could continue for sure. Okay, one uh, one last input. Let me think. I mean, yeah, and one thing I didn't uh, really mention, but you know, obviously you got to do your research, and but at some point, you know, if you have an idea of a business that you want to to start, obviously you have to do your research, look at your competition and overheads and and market study and whatever. Uh, but a lot of people stop to that. You know, and they're just scared to to you know even subconsciously scared to jump to the next to 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 the next step, uh, and and really an advice I can give just at some point you 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 go and you do it and you figure it out. Just do you it. Know? Uh, just do it. Yeah. No. Exactly. It can be just you know taking one action that will allow you not. I mean that would prevent you from coming back. Like this steamer that I told you uh, I bought was like a. So we bought it uh, with the, the initial partner and then um, that was like four grand and I had no money. <laughs> I literally emptied my bank account. So, so then I couldn't, I couldn't go back. You know, nice. I had to make it work. Like burn your bridge. You probably heard that. Yeah, that yeah. Burn your bridge. Like don't have any other option. And so your only option is to, to, to do it, you know, to survive. Another quick little tip I can give uh, is to, again, based on the 10x rule and, and many other books, uh, is to have some high goals, like obviously reachable ideally, but it doesn't even matter if it's reachable, just put a high goal, right. you know, but this goal should not just be a, you know, a number, for example, or just like an idea because a goal without a plan is a dream. It's just a dream. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you want to become a unicorn. You have no plan for that. <laughs> but when you, when, you, when you have a goal in mind, no matter how high, and the highest, the better, you then have to create the action plan to reach that goal. Okay? Right. Even if the goal is high, you create the action plan. What should I do right now and in the next few months and in the next few years to reach that goal? Right? right. Um, and this needs to be quantifiable. It's not, again, just words. It needs to be like, clear-cut actions yeah. that you have to do each year and then you divide that per month what should i do each month to be able to reach that goal what should i do each day or even each hour right you know yeah. so you know exactly what is the 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 route to that goal mm -hmm. and at the end of the day if your goal is high and you know how to reach it and then obviously as i said take action go for it 
even if you don't reach that goal, well, it's going to be way higher. The, the result will be way higher than it would have been if you didn't have a goal and a plan. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm. So, and just do it. <laughs> yeah. I agree. You I know? think that's the, the biggest step a lot of people are missing in terms of starting a business because I've, I've met a lot of people who've had really good ideas and then it's like, oh yeah, it'd be really cool to start something like this. And that's always the, the thought, right? It's just like, oh, it'd be really cool. It'd be like, it'd be amazing if we could do this, but that's where it dies, right? There's no initial like, okay, well, let's, uh, let's do it. Absolutely. That, that happened right? to me many times. I had many ideas before, as I told you, and I Including just myself. didn't do it. Everyone, I think yeah. everyone has a, you know, an entrepreneurial uh, gene and and creative minds to yeah. to to an extent one extent to or another you know the the only difference I mean if it was easy everyone would do it yeah. right so the only difference is being ballsy you know like going for it being bold and uh, and learning and uh, and then doing right that's right <laughs> the key steps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts or anything you want to add to your company? Do you want to tell us what sort of services teammates offer and maybe you can plug your Instagram and all that fun stuff? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. So, um, all right. In, in a nutshell, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but yes, teammates uh, is uh, now in Halifax, been in Halifax for two and a half years. We just opened teammates Ottawa this past week. Oh, by the way, I didn't answer that question earlier about Ottawa in, in just one sentence. Oh, yeah. When you create systems and models, mm -hmm. then it's just a matter of copying this model in other cities. So that's basically what I'm doing with Ottawa. But I'm also starting to chat with someone for Calgary, to partner with someone in Calgary. And then, you know, maybe every city across Canada, across North America, it's the same model at the end of the day that I created and perfected. And that right. can still be changed over time, but then it's just copy-paste. You know, you find the right people to apply that model and, and those people refine the right people at every level of business, yeah. to, you know. Um, so that's, that was the purpose of talking about um, uh, systems earlier. But anyways, yeah, we just opened Stimates Ottawa. So, so that's pretty exciting. And so, as I said, here in Halifax and all over HRM, what we offer is cleaning services of any kind. So again, residential and commercial, regular so in residential, your regular housekeeping uh, or a move out or moving deep cleaning, post-construction, post-renovation cleaning, or it can be just one item. As I said, carpet or upholstery cleaning it can be pressure washing of your decks, steam cleaning of your grout and oven, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and even uh, de car detailing now, mobile car detailing starting, uh, starting soon. And in the commercial side, same thing, pretty much any kind of cleaning related job we do it so floor stripping and waxing uh janitorial deep clean restaurant oven and so on and so forth so that's what we do and you can find us absolutely on facebook and instagram so it's teammates s-t-e-a-m-a-t-e-s uh facebook instagram or our website same thing teammates.ca we just redid the website recently and i'm very proud of it it's beautiful people can just book directly on it or they can call us they can send us an email they can send us a message on instagram and facebook so pretty easy to find us nice perfect yeah there you go well, thank you that was fun yeah that was that was a lot of fun i'd like to have you back for a topic on sales or something like that i mean there's a I'd lot love to yeah yeah there's a lot to unpack on that and i feel like it, this would be very useful for it was very useful for me like i've i've, I've learned quite a bit in the last 
hour or so that we could have this conversation. Oh, I'm glad. Was it an hour? It felt like uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I, I hope if I helped even 1%, I'm happy. Uh, and if I entertained 1%, I'm even happier. <laughs> and if that person is you, that's great. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Kareem Krashny, CEO and founder of Steammates. You can check out his website, steammates.ca. That's, that's correct. And that's Facebook, Instagram as well. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show, brother. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, it was uh, it was very fun. Thank you for the invitation, and uh, and uh, see you very soon. Yeah, no worries. Talk to you later, bud. Sounds great. Bye bye.